It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota. Catch the footy last night, Britt. Sure did. How about this time last week? We're talking about how we were probably sceptical on Melbourne at the early part yes. of the season. Mickey had been converted, but gee, if there were any non-believers, they were sort of transformed. There we oh, go. There go. Last Good week and again this week. Too. I was surprised by the little the little <laughs> pocket of Melbourne supporters. Usually, don't venture too far from the members mm. the no. members at the MCG, but oh, they lost. had a few in there last night, Mick. They were lost save, I think. And, hey, it reminded me, you went to a private school like I did, which uh, would have played Friday afternoon footy, correct? Uh, Friday okay, afternoon occasionally. Most, mostly, the cricket was Friday, mostly yeah. Saturday footy. But, yeah, yeah. occasionally so the Friday. Okay, occasionally at Assumption College, we played Friday afternoon games in the AGSB in country Victoria. And um, the beauty of a Friday afternoon game, the, the school would come out and watch. Yes. And that reminded me of last night. If you played on a wing in those school games, you wanted to play on the crowd side. Yeah, so of course. You wanted to play on the crowd side. If you had a look at the wingers last night, this is a very um, unique observation, Britt, but it was the older, more mature wingers that were playing on the side of the crowd, and the young bucks were out on the out on the dead dead wings. The old so. boys needed to live needed the lift from the crowd. Well, well we, they wanted they wanted the atmosphere out on the far wing there last night. So our crowds at school footy mick was actually quite funny. We used to play against Scotch College over in Melbourne, so I went to a Melbourne school, played against Scotch College, and we used to play a game called the Court and Eggleston. Uh, because uh, prior to, of course, obviously the Indigenous were the first to play of the game, but the first structured game was Melbourne Grammar v Scotch. And we used to get all the old boys, we used to get about 6,000 people to come watch. Oh. But what used to happen was at quarter time, we, this, each school would rotate which end they were at because they'd go, to, they'd go stand at the end where your school was kicking. Mm. There used to be fights, non-stop fights. Oh, and the crowd yeah. had to do the shift. Yes, yeah, so they used to cross <laughs> over and punch on. Oh. So the strict rules came in that everyone had to rotate clockwise every oh time. So around the boundary line, you'd see the schools <laughs> rotating. And if you dared to leave your school bag behind, a jumper behind, it anything. Was gone. It was on the tram lines within a matter of seconds. So that was the old school days like, from us. It's like Russell Crowe in Braveheart. That's what I'm picturing. Xavier was, Ellis out the front. And, yeah, uh, no, I just hit him off the pack and then picked on the wounded the, the wounded zebra. <laughs> if I spotted someone that wasn't watching, then it was on. But uh, Who Mick, can be bothered moving? Surely no, once no, you settled get, for the you've game. You've got to get behind. You've got to give it to the full back for the opposing side and then cheer on the full <laughs> forward. That was always the routine. Hey, Mick, Brisbane Lions, <laughs> they go down by 22 points. Any concerns by Brisbane or... Lockie Neal didn't do a lot last night, no. maybe a little. You know, when you bring a star back and you think on paper it looks great, it just might have uh, upset the, the apple cart a little bit. A little bit. And I'm looking forward to talking to Jared Lyons potentially about that in the second hour, <laughs> about bringing uh, Lockie Neal back in. The team had been up and going, hadn't they? They dropped the barometer. Reese Matheson went out of the side. Yeah, and, that uh, was the strange. Sub. It, yeah, came so- with, it came up with like a minute to go. <laughs> so that does disrupt them a little bit because Reese Matheson was giving them some energy and he was going to an opposition midfielder. Yeah. Last night, Oliver was out of the game um, in the first half, but his second half. Huge. Huge. And he was one of the best three players on the ground in the end. So it was a, as an interesting one. It's a hard injury to come back from the syndesmosis. Britt, have you ever had a syndesmosis? No, but isn't it the hot word mm. of the year? Yeah, I, I swear, is. it's something I hadn't really heard of yeah. much previously. And oh. every second week you're it's talking syndesmosis. about syndesmosis. Yeah. I was ahead of the curve. I had one in 2017. Um, I was ahead of so. you, Nick. I had one in 2010. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so what is it? Uh, yeah. So it's called a high ankle sprain, right? But it's it's where it's when you put so much force through your leg that something pops. Now your syndesmosis is higher than your ankle, so higher ankle sprain. Yeah. But it can go. It's used to separate the two bones in your leg. So without the ligament attached, your two bones in your leg can separate Slide. and tear and oh. move. So when I did mine, I had it injected a quarter time into the ankle 
Went to the physio's office and said, sorry, guys, I think I've misdiagnosed. My knee's really sore. <laughs> but what had happened was the membrane through the bones had ripped all the way up oh. to your knee. So it's the important ligament that keeps your bones from shifting and moving in and out. So that's your syndesmosis. It's simply there to try and keep your bones in line in your you leg. Might- you might be a bit tougher than me, Zave. I just uh, put the hand up and got the Medicart to come out and pick me up. <laughs> yeah, take me off. <laughs> well, mate, I missed, I missed Oregon 16 weeks after it, uh, but I did because I'd never heard of a syndesmosis ever. So mm. when the physios were like, oh, mate, you've done a syndesmosis, I was like, if huh? I put a moon boot on, do I look like a soft? Yeah, yeah, you're like, not. No, no, mate, you're not playing for 16 weeks. I was like, oh, give me the painkillers. It's so sore. <laughs> no, they hurt, Mick, don't they? They do. They do. Yeah, I, I had surgery and uh, missed the rest of the season, but. Um, back to the game. Like Melbourne are set up in every aspect of the game, aren't they? Their team defence is brilliant. Their midfield gets spoken about a lot, but their team defence is uh, setting them up and giving them the keys to what may be a big year for Demons supporters and the players. Yeah, May and Lever might be the fullback centre half back mm. in the All Australian team. This motorsport update is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Of course, it's our favourite time of the week. We talk some motorsport with Greg Russ from Rusty's Garage. Please grab the podcast on the listener app. Good morning, Rusty. Dave, Mickey, Britt, how are you all? Mate, we're going really, really well in here, mate. Big decision this week in the supercars. Introduction of the new generation machines have been delayed by 12 months. What's the reason behind that? And do you see it a favourable decision or not? Uh, as much as we might be disappointed, I reckon this is the right call. So COVID challenges, yeah. delays, tough to get parts and so on. It's not unusual, guys, for big companies occasionally to, to push back a product launch to get it right. And Supercars has got to get this right. It's got mm. to be more affordable, better spectacle, more entertaining, and they want a closer likeness to the road cars. So August 2022 for the proper introduction of the new Camaro and Mustang, but they'll do some testing in between time, so we'll get a little, little tease of what okay. they're going to be like. It's in the calendar, Rusty. It's in the calendar, August 22. On to it. Hey, Remy Gardner, <laughs> ripping start in Moto2 Championship. First win last weekend. See a chance to follow in his old man, Wayne. Old his Wayne footsteps Ho. next year. Yeah, Wayne Gardner. He's a legend, isn't he? So 1987 world champion. It'd be really cool if Remy could replicate that. Wayne actually told me on the podcast back in April that Remy had a contract for MotoGP in 2022. So he's just Ooh. come off the back of winning last weekend's what they call Moto2 race, and he's yeah. in the second tier, and he leads that championship point score. KTM, the Austrian bike manufacturer, are giving him the chance. He's had a little bit of a difficult path to this point with uh, lesser-funded teams. He's a slightly taller rider, too, guys. So they're all jockeys in that game, as you know. Uh, but most reckon he's the perfect size for MotoGP. We're going to have two Aussies to cheer on in Moto next year with Jack Miller on that factory Ducati too. Well, sounds like he's right on the right path there. From the good news to the bad news, mm. one of the most popular races on the F1 calendar, Singapore, has been cancelled oh, again. No. Oh, no. Yeah, can you believe it? So COVID, damn you, COVID. Mm. Um, so, you know, Turkey's been cancelled. China's already been called off. Now one of the best races on the yeah, calendar. I've been making up work there many times under lights. It's, a, it's an unbelievable spectacle. They're talking about maybe doing back-to-back races in, in Austin, Texas. So safety first. Uh, we're a bit gutted about it, but un- understandable. Um, and for all the latest news in relation to the, the Catalonia MotoGP this weekend, or F1, which is in um, Azerbaijan, and, and Dan Ricciardo actually went pretty 
reasonably in the first practice session. Everyone can get that, of course. Our good listeners on the Legends can get that on Triple N News. Absolutely, mate. Now, before I do leave you, I have done Singapore and I have done Austin, Texas. Can say Austin, Texas, a fair joint to party too. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, Melbourne Grand Prix. We're having dream time at Optus Stadium over in Perth. Are we going to see the Melbourne Grand Prix go ahead? At the moment, they are all systems go. So their belief is that, you know, it's November. There's a bit of time to unfold between now yep. and then. Uh, as a country, we're pretty COVID safe. There'll be more vaccinations within the sport and within Australia by then. And they've got some good ideas around uh, safe bubbles. So let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a bit of, bit of water under the bridge. But I've got, I've got the, the glass half full approach to this one. It's, it's the third last round of the championship. And who knows, it could be the title decider. Oh, absolutely, mate. Thanks again. Of course, you can get all your motorsports here on Triple M or you can simply grab Rusty's podcast, Rusty Garage at Listener App. Thanks, Rusty. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Yeah, we've got a very, very special guest about to jump on. It's not a code we touch on too much and we need to because NRLWA rep national champion, Kaylee Thompson. Good morning, Kaylee. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Mate, congratulations. Last week you became a national champion and on top of that, player of the tournament. Yeah, no, it was a good. Went over to Redcliffe with the girls um, for the first time representing us WA and we were um, able to come away with a win, which was amazing. Kaylee, congratulations to you. How great is this to be able to showcase NRL, the, the girls playing, and particularly for young women or, or girls who might want to take up rugby league and, and creating that pathway for them? Oh, it's it's wonderful. It just it shows how, how great our pathway is um, and how, you know, we can represent WA on the big stage and, and show those guys over each that um, we can play footy, we can play rugby league too. Oh, Kaylee, they're fighting words, aren't they? It's David versus the Lions type of operation <laughs> yeah. here. WA getting the job done. Take us through the um, final moments of that match in terms of being down, you needed to get to ex- you, you scored um, a penalty goal with two minutes remaining to send the game into sudden death. How were the emotions? Ooh. And you just went harder for longer. Brilliant effort. Yeah, no, it was um, nerves are on high for sure, but it kind of, I don't know, I. It was funny because I'd missed every single conversion pretty much in the whole tournament and oh, then it came oh, no. to that one. <laughs> and it was like, do I really want to do this? But no, nah, I did and um, and the girls backed me in and then um, we slotted the conversion, went to extra time and, and um, yeah, able to score. The, the winning try was our captain, Monika um, Stevens, and, and she won it for us. That was fantastic. Mate, congratulations. Is the, is the dream to eventually head over to New South Wales or Queensland and join the NRLW? Oh, um, if it was, if the opportunity was to come, yep. 100%, I would love to, um, love to play NRLW. And there's, there's so many girls within that team as well that, that deserve that opportunity. So it's so cool for us to be able to go over there and kind of like stick our hand up and say, hey, you know, we can play pick us as well. So hopefully something can come for that, um, for, for a couple of the girls that went over and played. Mate, congratulations from us all at Triple M Dead Set Legends, Triple M Big Wider Family. Welcome aboard. Congratulations, national champion, player of the tournament, oh, Kaylee yes. Thompson. Well done, mate. Nah, legend, guys. So sorry about my voice. I was playing, playing rugby league last night and holy moly. It's a weak hangover. Well done. Kaylee, I reckon I saw you at the Scarborough Sporty last night at <laughs> 3am. Am I right? Hey, you might have, you might have. Good <laughs> <laughs> on you, mate. Well done. Enjoy the victory. You deserve it. Legends. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.
now, of course, here thanks to Newtown Toyota, the all-new Toyota Kluger is coming to Newtown Toyota at East Vic Park. Britt, I've already put an order in for you. Beautiful. Because I know you love to tow your horses. Yes, and you can. And I think you said, remember you said last week you wanted five kids, so you can seat seven. <laughs> I definitely didn't say that. You seven in the new Kluger. Yes, so great towing capacity. UK and the five little ones, that's exciting news. A good you, math <laughs> save. I'm glad you could do that. <laughs> Congratulations to you in the future that's coming on. Now what we do every Saturday morning is we love to just quickly duck around. We're prominently a football station. We know that. We love that. We're proud of that. But there is plenty going on around Australia in the, for, uh, in the sporting landscape, Britt. Now, where are the races today? Right. So, Group 1 action out of Eagle Farm. So, yep. it's the Queensland Oaks for the three-year-olds. Okay. 2,200 metres. Very open contest there. Locally, we go to Belmont. It's Raconteur Stakes Day. So, great race for the three-year-olds. Salaya returns, who was the feature winner of all the races yep. last year. The undefeated Written Matter. Graceful Girl, one of the Cerise and White runners on the seven-day backup and Billy ain't silly a horse I really like. Do you reckon with Dreamtime Optus tonight, mm-hmm. there will be a reasonable crowd that do the double head Belmont cross the road into Optus? Well, I'm, I'm worried from a selfish perspective, it's going to be a nightmare to leave work today. It's yes. the traffic that backs up. But yes, they usually, everyone comes across to Belmont. Yeah. It's free entry every week. Is so, it? Yeah, so they just, the footy crowd roll around. They have a, they watch the last few oh. races and then they just walk across the bridge and then they can park at Belmont. And then they just walk across. Free entry. Look at Mick's eyes light up the tight ass. Mick, what do you like? What are you liking this weekend? <laughs> hey, I, I I like, but I don't like. Last night it was uh, terrific at um, the Perth Wildcats game. It's the breast cancer awareness game, the pink game. Yep. Um, I know our producer Leachy went along. Really enjoyed the atmosphere. However, Melbourne United they came. They jumped our Wildcats twenty four twelve at quarter time, and uh, they just couldn't get their radar on the Wildcats. So no, no Bryce couldn't. Cotton, a little bit of a concern. But those two teams, top two. You know, late in the season, yeah. eyes towards playoffs. Not a big concern, uh, but I, I think on the positive note, great turnout for the uh, Breast Cancer Awareness game last night. Yeah, absolutely. Trev Gleason's had a lot to do with that in the past. The Super Netball, Brit. Mm-hmm. Our girls, the West Coast Fever, they started in the back blocks. They were suspended and fined and sanctioned 12 points. A little mishap last so year. A and, still, fr- and still drunk from that wedding you went to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, they're, they're, mate, they're not even sober yet. So wait until they hit their sober straps, the girls. But, mate, How long cre- ago was that wedding? Uh, it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, so great. it was a bit of creative accounting from the West Coast fever part. It's just got them in a little situation where they've started minus 12 points. They've won five on the trot. They're sitting fourth at the moment. Watch what damage they're going to do to Collingwood this weekend. Mm-hmm. Today, actually, they are going to mm. smack the guts out of Collingwood. They're no good. We're the best team in the competition. How good's that? Also, I just want to quickly touch on the waffle. Uh, Thursday night, ooh, our ooh. very own, Triple M's very own Gary Moss, Gary Moss. Uh, coach of mm. Perth, got um, got beaten soundly, but they had a lot of injuries down there. But Claremont v West Coast today at down at Claremont, 12-10 kickoff. I've heard a little whisper, the president's lunch, there's oh, a special yeah. guest speaking. Yeah. Is there? I can't say anymore. <laughs> I can't go into Does it Does he have anymore. a few stories prepared? No, he hasn't got a lot prepared yet. Oh, okay. So he's a little bit stressed here at the moment about what angle. And it's uh, 12 o'clock start, so I won't even have a couple of cans of curry. <laughs> hey, Zave, Zave, can we validate that this guest speaker is doing it out of the goodness of his own heart this yeah, time, absolutely. It's unbelievable. No cash. No, no, no. no cash. No, no. Uh, so the wife's uh, grandfather is John O'Connell, who's the legend at Claremont. And I was going to go down with John today and Pam, his wife, and have a few starbies, watch Claremont, enjoy it, then head home. Uh, but now dream time's at Optus, yes. so I'll work that. So I'll go to Claremont, enjoy that. Uh, won't have any beers, unfortunately, with old Johnny Oak. He absolutely loves it. I'll be sober as a judge. Then I'll head to dream time at Optus, which is super exciting. <laughs> Oh, 
see if you could save $500 off a solar power system. Head to solarhut.com.au. We're on, and uh, you guys haven't let me know who we've got. Oh, uh, Jeff. Jeff from? Where's Jeff Forestfield. from? Forestfield. Forestfield, we'll, mate. We'll welcome in Jeff very shortly. Uh, just hold the line, Jeff. But Mickey's master, we're up for $200 today. Five questions. You get all five right, uh, Jeff, and you are on the way. This $200 will be sent to you this afternoon. So welcome aboard, Jeff. What are you up to this afternoon? Oh, just on my way down to Mandra to catch up with the parents, mate. Beautiful. Beautiful. Good part of the world, Mandra. And uh, do you follow the football? I do. Uh, who do you support? You've been heading to Mandra. Should you be a Fremantle man? Uh, no, I'm a Gold Coast fan. Oh, oh hang on. On your You'll Mickey. Be oh, that's good, Jeff. Now, Jeff, you, there's 200 bucks. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Mickey's like, Can yep. we double it for Jeff today? No, mate, we can't. He's a Gold Coast supporter. Hey, uh, but Jeff, we do have just a, we are going to rub salt in the wounds in about 15 minutes because we're going to speak to Jared Lyons, who would be the Gold Coast best player, mm. who now plays for yeah. Brisbane. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to know the true story behind all that one, but yeah, I let him How do it you... up. How do you end up? We'll get to the bottom of that, Jeff. For you, don't worry about that. Whether that's what we do here on the Dead Set Legends. How do you end up supporting the Gold Coast Suns? Uh, born in Queensland, mate. So yeah, uh, beautiful. I thought that'll do me. Good man. Okay, let's get you two hundred dollars for your afternoon. Okay, question one: Which high-profile West Coast Eagle made his long-awaited return to the AFL side last week? Yo, 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 Elliot, yo, correct, correct. Right, Jeff. Uh, question two, 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 two. Uh, West oh Coast my God, and he's a Carlton. <laughs> he's still coming up with it. <laughs> hey, Jeff, West Coast play Carlton tomorrow, okay? West Coast play Carlton. All good. In 2007, what two players were involved in that famous trade? Uh, Kennedy and Chris Gunn. Woo-hoo, Jeffy, Jeffy, Jeff. Well done, Jeff. That's uh, two from two. And, of course, pick three was Chris Maston also in pu- involved in that trade. Yeah, yeah. well, he wasn't. Yeah. He, he wasn't material. He was the number. So, Dave, this is mine. I'm looking yeah. forward to your guess who a bit later Keep on. Keep going, Nimrod. Okay. okay. <laughs> Question three. Now, th- we're going to go abroad here and go to the NBA. Are you an NBA fan, Jeff? Oh, getting a bit thin now. Okay. okay. Cool. All good. Hey, remember, you do have Mickey's mate. At some stage, yeah. you need that. Okay. Oh, I know you. Which team knocked out LeBron James's LA Lakers from the NBA playoffs yesterday? Uh, uh, I'm going to have to go with Mickey's mate on this. Well, I'm just waiting for a mate. Who would you like, mate? Britt or myself? I I think I'm a bit of a basketballer, actually. (laughs) And Jeff, just to, uh, you won't be able to see it, but Zave's wearing a pink Amy Shark uh, hoodie at the moment. So, (laughs) Britt or Xavier? Up to you, Jeff. I think I'll go with Xavier. Okay. All right. Now, I can confirm that LeBron James was knocked out by Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and the Phoenix Suns. Mm. Are you happy with that, Jeff? Yes. (laughs) True, Jeff. Are you going to take that? Sorry, what? You going to take that answer? Yep, that'll do. Okay. Lock that in. And that is correct. Now you're on your own. Now you are on your own, Jeff. You are on your oh, own, but you're in the car. Okay. You would have listened to Dead Set Legends last week, but we're not going to put the cart before the horse. You've got one more question before you get to question five. As I just search my sheet here for question four, where is, <laughs> there it is. I found it, Jeff. All good. Okay. Oh. Hey, Jeff, name a player. So, again, Fremantle play the Western Bulldogs tomorrow, so you'll see where I'm going with this. <laughs> name a player who has represented both the Fremantle Dockers and the Western Bulldogs since 2010. Oh. 
So a player that's played for both the Bulldogs and the Dockers oh, in the past decade and a little bit. That's not going to help him. He can't use another Mickey's yeah. name. Think Croatian. There's a few. There is a, there oh, is is a, there a few. Mm. We're going to have to get the timer going, I reckon, yeah, Lee the G. timer. Yeah. Premiership Bulldog. Think Premiership Bulldog. Have a guess. And now the Dockers. Hamlin? Oh! oh! Hang on. Can, Jeff, can you go again there? You no, just... I heard it. Was it Tambling? Oh, Tambling. Did, Did you, you say, say Tambling? Yeah. Oh, oh. bugger. Almost. <laughs> Jeff, oh, Jeff, no. Jeff, you were on the right track. You had the Hamlin about... going. Yeah. I, I thought it was Hanley at one stage. It's Pierce Hanley. No, no I he thought was it was Hamling. No, he said Tambling. Tambling, yes. No, I thought Which I is... heard Hamling. Mm. That, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff's <laughs> onto it. Bad luck, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, great, great effort, Jeff. Now, I would have accepted Joel Hamling, Hayden Crozier. Again, Nick Lower, he, get, he gets mentioned every quiz. So there was a few of them, um, but you've missed out this time around, Jeffy boy. Oh, no worries. Bad luck, Jeff. Tap Touch. The race starts when the bet's on. Tap Touch. Better your bet. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. <laughs> Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. The horses are on the track. This is Brit's Best. This is Brit's Best, of course. It's Brit Sailor, the number one tipster in Australia, V the boys, Mick and myself. And it's shown clearly at the moment, Brit is the best. And we've got a couple of stragglers, Brit. You've nailed another winner last week. Yes, OBH did well by us, was able to uh, salute, but you boys, just the... Mm. One disposal. One disposal. Just, yes. It's the cruelest way to go down in a multi. So, of course, we're not making money for ourselves here. We're doing it for men's health. At the end of the year, we're going to donate the money. First week, Brit tipped a $7 winner. This week, OBH. As OBH is called upon, it led them at the 250 mark from Queen of Soul, trying valiantly, but OBH has got its measure. Here's Snippy Miss starting to run on down the middle of the track, and also Wednesday's coming, but it's OBH kicking strongly. OBH a length and a half in front from Snippy Miss, who won't get there. An early double for Romilly. OBH all the way beats Snippy Miss, Wednesday third. Now, you did say last week, you said you've been riding OBH mm-hmm. at track work yep. and said it is the best bet on the card. Yep. My phone blew up. Mick's phone blew up. Mm. People are following your tip in this segment. Britt, where are we heading today? All right. We are waiting until the last race of the day at Belmont. So it's going to be perfectly time for those coming to Belmont to just walk oh, across to Optus Stadium. I'm taking on the favourite. Now, most tipsters in WA have tipped Bright Diamond as a living, breathing moral. Yes. I've heard just wins. I've heard all sorts of phrases about this horse. Now, you'll remember this is the one yes. that in that first week when we Two took Paulie yes. was held up badly. Should have won and uh, didn't quite get out, but I'm taking it on again. It's only it's $1.80. We're not about that sort of Odds quote. on, look on. So we're going each way. We're going She's a Charmer in the same race. Down in the weights, the three-year-old filly taking on the older horses. She's at ten dollars, so okay. we're going to have twenty-five each way on her, and 25. hope that way if Bright Diamond wins, we still uh, get a collect yep. with the each way. Um, but I thought her last run was huge; got a long way back from a, a wide gate and flashed home. So hopefully settles a bit closer from a better draw today, and hopefully can uh, run into the money. All right, last race at Belmont. She's a charger each way all day. Ten dollars, get some value. Hopefully, uh, the Cerise Callers gets a bit of bad yeah, luck again. That's what we need. And we hit the front and win at ten dollars. Well done. And for the boys, really quickly because we're no good at this. We've got another disposal market. We've got Jake Lloyd twenty-eight disposals. Jaden Short twenty-three in tonight's Dreamtime game. So keep an eye on him off half back. And Jack Chris for Collingwood. So three legs today playing in the football. All disposal winners. That's for the boys. 
That was Brit's best for Tap Touch. Bang, Triple M, Brit. Well done. We're up to about $600 here that we're going to donate in two weeks. Beautiful. You've been going incredibly, so incredibly well. It was a bit of money well. to spend. The first weeks were just a warm-up when I kept getting beat. Yes, it was a warm-up, Mick. Yeah, you feeling about it? Yeah, feeling good. And uh, last Saturday, I'm hearing the OBH, the best establishment in yep. WA, yeah. went absolutely berserk after that race. And the bar was shouted, and it was all on Jim and Britt Taylor. Apparently. Yeah. And it was your horse last the, week. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's, a, uh, he's a beautiful horse. You've been riding mm. any track work this week? Yes, I have. I was actually going to send you boys a uh, video during the week saying the champ. What Triple would, M champ. Uh, what would happen if I rolled up to ride track work? Uh, would it take it out of the horses? Uh, yes, no, you wouldn't be able to. Mind you, Dean Cox has come up and he rode a horse, but we had a very big horse at that time. <laughs> yeah, what were those big ones called? Like, uh, the Clydesdale. Clydesdale. <laughs> it was on the back of a Clydesdale being coxy. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.